This is Press Play, the podcast that explores the big issues and trends in the news media industry. Press Play is brought to you by industry body News Media Works. Head to newsmediaworks.com.au to check out the latest industry news, videos, and a range of tools and resources for media and marketing professionals. Hey, Mark. Hi, Lachlan. That's Mark Hollands, CEO of News Media Works. So I was thinking that there's a lot of change going on in the news media industry, and a lot of that is really visible. You can see how the job of a journalist has changed just by reading their work, seeing how they present it, how they use social, video. But there's a lot of change going on that's behind the scenes. That's right. There's a lot of change occurring on the commercial side of our business whether that's around the booking and data entry of advertising and invoicing and so forth. We're really striving to create the most efficient businesses we can and ensure that the funds that we have available are put into the quality of our journalism. In some respects, particularly on the commercial side, we are doing what Sir Martin Sorrell suggested, which was effectively changing the engines while we're in flight. The key thing here really is to understand what efficiencies can be made using the technology that is at hand. And also, I think, is you know, effectively coming to the inevitable conclusion that um, people buy when it is simple to buy. And that's almost the greatest motivator. Even if I wanted something, if it was difficult to buy, I, frankly, I wouldn't buy it. I couldn't be bothered, especially if there was something easier to buy that was more available. So we have to make ourselves easier to buy. So that's a theme that's gonna come up a lot in today's episode. We'll be looking at the future of buying and selling advertising. We'll be hearing from a couple of people, uh, Blanche Sainsbury, who is the Director of Sales at Trinity Mirror in the UK. We know SMEs are using Facebook and Google self-serve options to upload their own advertising. It's a fundamental requirement we also need to provide to our advertisers. Charlton De Silva, who is the CEO of Publishers International. So there is no need not to automate. I mean, we need to get into the 21st century and get on with it. Sarah James, who's the Chief Digital Officer for CARA Australia. We're going from talking around having digital planners and traditional planners to having planners. And Mark Lolbach, who's the Chief Executive Officer of Group M in Australia and New Zealand. Now, I know we're swinging into Blanche first, aren't we, at the Trinity Mirror, and she's going to talk about self-service. Now, the the thing here about self-service is that uh, Facebook and Google do it and earn billions of dollars doing it. And, um, and so the point that she makes now is salient not just to Trinity Mirror, kind of based in Manchester. It, it, it's true for us and in New Zealand and, and other places around the world. Well, that's the thing. It's a very cost-efficient uh, method, and it's also something that's used very effectively by those uh, digital giants. Um, anyway, this is something that they've looked to implement in their local newspapers, uh, and it's really targeting those small and medium businesses, You know, the, the type of customers that maybe spend only £1,000 a year with them. Uh, Anyway, here's her speaking at the Future Forum this year. Interestingly, these advertisers place the same ad most weeks in print and or online and don't need the huge investment in resource. Many of these advertisers also market their business themselves on Facebook and Google, uploading their own advertising through a self-serve advertising tool with little cost to Facebook or Google. With 900 salespeople across Trinity Mirror Regionals, the stark reality is 
This represents a significant loss of opportunities to focus on higher yielding clients and new markets has to be the way forward. And to find a way of dealing with the low transactional uh, advertisers means that our cost of sale will be on the increase if we don't. So what do we need to do? Well, whilst we're the number one print player in the majority of our markets, the digital landscape, as we know, is very different. Sales teams have been focused on converting print customers to include digital display, selling marketing services to SMEs. We sell Facebook and Google products, but it isn't good enough. We know SMEs are using Facebook and Google self-serve options to upload their own advertising. It's a fundamental requirement we also need to provide to our advertisers. And this isn't just our view. Have a look at this quote from Enders. Some publishers had suggested that small and medium-sized enterprises don't really want self-serve. But we estimated that in 2014, Google, Facebook, Autotrader, Rightmove, and Zoopla generated well over £2 billion from SMEs uploading their own, self-serving their own advertising. Self-serve is an enabler that allows Facebook and Google to encourage advertisers to interact 24 hours a day. It enables perpetual trading and could replace the flawed, unstable model that trades for only one-fifth of the year via sales teams. Can you imagine if Amazon could only trade for 20% of the year? So this change will drive a reorganization of our sales force, where we will remove the small value accounts to a high-performing, one-stop commercial central advertising center. So it sounds like that Trinity Mirror is really trying to emulate the model of Facebook and Google. Would you say, Mark? Well, in so much as how they're trying to book ads, um, absolutely. Uh, what, uh, what this enables Trinity Mirror and any other publisher that wish to take that strategy is to free up their quality people to do quality tasks. Buy on platform, product built in Australia, attempts to do the same thing. Yeah, and that was built by our Publishers International, and I chatted with Charlton De Silva, who is the CEO, uh, and he told us a little bit about this and what the motivation behind it was. Bion Platform was launched with a very simple objective of making print easy to deal with. Print has had some historic uh, issues in the sense that we have a multiplicity of sizes. You would know that the federal government has in excess of 2,500 publications, 2,500 publications on its roster. For a major campaign like a referendum or a, a, a GST, you'd have all those 2,500 in play. All having, or most of which have different ad sizes, different layouts, and you know different distribution points. So to book an ad in one publication, you could go through many hoops, and then each rep wants to tell you why he should do better and why you're not giving him the right share, etc. So it is a major, major pain point in buying print. So we said, how do we simplify this and put the platform in place to sort this issue? So it has uh, programmatic in uh, remnant inventory sales. It has uh, automation in terms of back-end integration into agency systems. It has contract management. It has every size and layout for every section subsection etc across every newspaper in the country and it has one-on-one -on -one trading so if you want to open up a chat and go from there great yeah? so Lachlan Charlton makes a good point about buying and pain points you've got to eradicate those um, at every step of the way people will always take the path of least resistance when it comes to buying there's a major preference mm. if it's difficult to buy they're not going to do it 
Yeah, it kind of uh, reminds me about Uber. It's a service that didn't really win out uh, necessarily because it was cheap. I mean, that was part of it. But what really drew people to it was the convenience of it. You can hail it wherever. You can track it on your phone. Um, and I guess this is kind of what Biopret is trying to do, make it easy as possible to, to do it. The best thing about Uber is not having to stuff around at the end of the ride, waiting for the driver to swipe cards and, and all the rest of it. You just get out, rate him, he rates you, the world moves on. And, and that's what you want a transaction to be. I mean, look at Amazon on the go. I mean, you walk into a supermarket and you don't even, you don't even pay for it. There's no checkout. I mean, this, this, is, this is the whole point. Make it easier to transact. Make it easier to buy and you'll have more buyers. Yeah, you're exactly right, Mark. Here's a, here's a little bit more from Charlton, who I chatted to about this Uber analogy. And that is the holy grail for all media that are transacting electronically, to make it as intuitive as is possible. So you are not laboring. You know, if you sit here and you call an Uber, just there. It's just there. You don't have the thing of saying, oh, there's a taxi there. Will he take me? Will he not? Is it change over time, etc.? And for that simple thing, you'll just call an Uber. Uh, and likewise with, uh, you know, Google or Facebook. I mean, they call you in and they train you on how to buy their platform. But they're not sitting there doing the argy-bargy of whether it's 20 cents more, 30 cents less, right? They will train you and you go on the platform and you buy. And the industry is schooled in this. It is schooled in doing this now because the bulk of the spend is going that way. So newspapers need to enforce this with that same batch of people. So they're having the same level of fun interacting with newspapers. Do you see this whole element of one-on-one -on -one service, etc., has been proven wrong uh, a long time ago because those very clients who you have given that bespoke service and champagne and silverware, etc., are the same ones who have cut their spend more than 60%. But they still want that service because they know, ah, you're there and it's, you know, they'll just pick a phone. But the point is they have moved their budgets to other platforms that are just easy to execute for their people. Of course, you still need to do the bespoke sell. You need to do the contract negotiation. But once that is done, we should be easy to buy in the fastest possible time frame. Now, it's not only publishers who are exploring new ways they can buy and sell advertising. Uh, agencies are also doing everything they can to modernize and innovate within their business. CARA, which is part of the Dentsu Aegis Network, has a vision to be 100% digital by 2020. I had a chat with Chief Digital Officer Sarah James earlier this year to tell us a little bit about what this means and what the goals are. Our vision is to be 100% digital by 2020. 60% um, underpinned by data and analytics and 40% to be driven by programmatic. So when we think about this, it's all around a mindset shift for digital. So we don't mean that 100% of our investment will be in digital channels, but it's around thinking everything with a digital lens. So even if it's working with press, it's around thinking of how we can digitise those assets and start to automate the way that we're buying with those assets. Similarly with out of home, we're starting to see that move more into digital into a digital interface. So how we can start to automate the processes so that the people that our team are working on client briefs can come back with more integrated and holistic thinking as opposed to worrying about the buying and implementation of each channel. So we've been pushing this vision since um, October last year. Um, and now we're at the stage where we're starting to implement that vision. Um, and so what that means really is around really changing the vernacular of the way that we're thinking. So we're going from talking around having digital planners 
and traditional planners to having planners. So no longer can we have a coordinator that enters our business um, tasked with just digital um, tasks. They, they are now a coordinator who comes into the business and they're hybrid. So they're working, as soon as they start their career at CARA, they're working cross-channel. Over at Group M, technology is going to increasingly play a role in the buying and selling of advertising. At least that's what Mark Lowback told me. He's the CEO of Group M in Australia and New Zealand. Oh, look, there's no, there's no doubt that program, programmatic, you know, is going to continue to grow, um, and and technology will enable us to in, have much better interaction and exchange in demand versus supply. There's no doubt that will continue going. That I think will be great. It doesn't alleviate the need for strategy. It doesn't alleviate the need for creativity. To me, it's just simplifying and, and um, modernizing something that's quite manual. But you know, the need for good strategy, the need for good people, the need for objectivity around what's going to break through uh, won't go away. Do you think there's need for a, a cross-platform mechanism that sells across you know, TV, radio, print, and, and that's something that the market needs? Uh, look, I think maybe one day. I, I think we'd be just happy if we could actually just, you know, one by one pick them off that we can uh, you know, buy radio and buy it programmatically, do the same with television and move, and move across the channels. One day, maybe, um, because I still think by plan, you still want to sit down and make sure you've got the right plan for each activity, for the client, for the brand, and that will re always involve different negotiations. There will always be different needs. I'm not sure just one platform is the right, right solution. I also asked Mr De Silva from Publishers International what he saw as the future of advertising. Here's what he said. So I see that given the cascading revenue and the need to defend that revenue, that organizations will be forced, even if that is three good men or five good men, you know, they could replace a hundred because they know. And when you have those five good men, they do not want to do all the other rubbish in terms of, you know, day-to-day -day transacting and so on. That is where something like, uh, like an automated platform, I go and call it rubbish, but, you know, they do not want to have to book the ad as well, you know, make sure that an account query is sorted. They are there on core strategic negotiations, contracts, etc., because they know their craft. So I, I, I would see that you end up with a few good men and an automated system and that is all you need. Because that is how the agencies would want to do business in, in any case. Right? And that is how life is going. I mean, you know, the stock market or, uh, you know, automotive or, as you said, Uber or, uh, you know, Facebook or Google or whatever else. So there is no need not to automate. I mean, we need to get into the... 21st century and get on with it. You know. Are you sometimes frustrated by the rate of change by publishers? Uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely, because publishers still hold on to the uh, past, right? They do not think like they are startups. Uh, you know, a publisher must think if I was me plus four other people, me plus a team of five people starting this business now, what are the assets I have? I have X amount of circulation, readership, and X amount of advertising revenue. And what do I do from here? And rebuild their organizations based on this. Let me tell you, Lachlan, that one of the fastest growing media if the, of the last 15 years has not been uh, digital in every jurisdiction. It's been outdoor. Because outdoor has adapted formats. It's built new digital sites. It's taken over new areas. It's uh, you know, thought innovatively of its product distribution and format and has very easily taken the advertising dollar just on the basis of this, right? Of course, they have some research to support it. But, you know, how did outdoor sneak under the radar here in this digital thing? 
The other point is that why should publishers of print media themselves beat themselves up with this digital thing? Digital is a screen format. How come the TV boys are not crying foul? How come the other digital sort of formats are not crying foul? For example, a large percentage of digital, as you know, has moved from desktop to mobile. Right? Do we say the desktop is dead? You see, nothing dies. Nothing dies. It adjusts to its, its audience of relevance. And organizations need to quickly shift to that audience of relevance and know what they are doing. So we've heard some interesting ideas today, self-serve, file platform, various digital strategies. What do you make of it all, Mark? Lachlan, major challenge for everybody, I think, and the publishers certainly need to move forward. It's not easy and it's really not going to be quick, but the pace of change around us means that this area of our business has no choice but to keep innovating. You're absolutely right, Mark. As Martin Sorrell said, you've got to change the engines while you're flying. You like that, don't you? <laughs> it's a good quote. Well, it? there you go. Why don't we finish with Martin? Yeah, okay. Press Play has been brought to you by News Media Works. Catch up on previous episodes or subscribe by visiting iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher or newsmediaworks.com.au slash pressplay. If you like this episode, you might want to watch Blanche Sainsbury's full presentation on the News Media Works YouTube channel or listen to a previous episode where we interview Mark Lowback in more depth. That episode is called An Agency CEO with a Client's Perspective. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so please leave us a review or send News Media Works a message on Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter. I'm Lachlan Bennett. Thanks for listening. Thank you.